Chronologically Ambiguous is a weekly podcast by the Snarky AF Advice column hashtag AskMissyK where we discuss all things related to intentional age fishing and radically defined self-love, from fundamental rights to feminism, holistic self-care, body positivity, banishing fuckboys, canceling ass clowns, financial literacy, and mental health. We hope to help women become more empowered through knowledge and information to make the most self-beneficial choices ever, whether they're in America, Africa, Asia, in the Middle East or wherever you are you definitely matter. Join us every week at www.askmissyk.live. I would like to take you on the journey, as I begin to share excerpts from my book that's ready to go forth into the world. Here's a little taste. Mission Statement Those of us who have chosen to walk the path are on a mission. And as warriors would, we have many battles to fight. Before we even hit the battleground, most of our struggles are inward, innate and arguably, the most important all in order to gather our honor, our wisdom, our insight, and our power, and in order that we may prepare for the hard times to come, the tests, that ultimately will define our true selves and fulfill our destinies. Those of us that walk the path are chosen. We are driven, by some force beyond us slash within us, to overcome and embrace all that we have formerly hidden inside of us that weighs us and inhibits us from allowing the light to shine through. We are utterly absorbed by the pure love that ultimately will surround our whole world. It is our mission, our duty, to align forces, to unite in allegiance for the common cause through our need for oneness, through our need for peace. The ultimate oneness that binds us will someday surge through the universe, will someday be taught to children, will someday be. I have enlisted myself on this path, and I know, as teacher, as healer, as guide, that the steps I shall walk are on my near horizon. I believe, I trust, that all of the wisdom, strength, and courage I will need along the journey already are. I know that in order to teach, one must be taught. In order to guide, I must allow myself to be shown the way. And in order to heal, I must be willing to lick my own wounds and let others wrap their arms around me. Along the way, I need compassion, faith, foresight, and gratitude. The todays are my tomorrows, because what I gain, I shall take forward. What I conquer, I shall embrace. And what I embrace, I shall heal. If you find yourself longing for things to be different, for deeper love, for success, for movement, for things to be new go deeper, go within, and look to you. You will feel discomfort and unrest when you are needing to shift or when a shift is underway. The tendency will be to look out into the world for your need meeting, for your everything, but the answers do and always reside within you. If you are needing transformation and you know that you can no longer live out the way it's been lived, become clear and create the space for it to be so. If you have no idea how to get there, surrender, open to the space of becoming through the power of the Creator, and let the power of creation do the rest. It's enough to get there and get clear. When you know that you don't want to do or be a certain way, and you are truly done with it then you don't need to know how to get there. You only need to know that you are through. If you are truly done with it then there will be closure. There will be movement. Things will become new. If you're not truly done with it, then you will go the rounds a few more times until you get there, but eventually, when you are ready for the shift, the shift will come through. When we are in this place of momentum, when energy is wanting to shift and we find ourselves longing for things to be new, we will opt for projecting, blaming others for why or what we are or are not feeling. We will opt for grasping for soothers, or things we think will bring peace. We will opt for misery, sinking into the lack rather than rising to the option of change. But these are only transitory behaviors. These are the only ways that we've done it so far. 
There are new ways and we have access to them now. Follow your heart into the new horizons and see how things can be in the eyes of truth. Ride the momentum that takes you through anger or frustration or brings about long-lost tears to the newness that breaks the dawn on the other side. These are breakthrough moments that can easily be seen as breakdowns. But breakdowns are cathartic when they help you break through. Breakdowns are essential when they topple the walls of what we've been and how we've done things and show us that with that way of doing things we are through. When you've reached the breaking point, let it all fall to pieces and see what comes next. Chances are the rain has brought about rainbows and the storm leaves calm in its wake. Saying yes to life. You've put in your order with the universe this is what you've decided you desire. But are you willing to do what it takes to have slash be slash do what you want? Are you prepared for the shifts within you, within your world, that will take place in order for this desire to unfold? Are you prepared to exit your comfort zone in order to grab hold of the prize? You have dreamed of the life you desire, but have you truly said yes? Saying yes means that we trust that we are enough to have, be, and do what we want. It means that we have faith that everything we need will be provided along the way. And it means that we know that the Creator's got our backs. Saying yes is listening to the inspiration it's saying yes to God. Everything else is interference. All fears and doubts are simply static. Stay tuned into your God station and your inner you and remain focused. Don't tune into the static of fear and get lost in that frequency. Determine to remain tuned into the higher vibe, to the truth of what's resonating within you, and let your song play out in harmony. Saying yes means we're ready to go to bat for our dreams, that we're going to defend them and fight for them, even when life shakes us down. Yes is about being open when it feels all wrong, cause sometimes that's part of getting all right. Yes is allowing, action and unwavering faith all rolled into one. We may want to reach from the place we are now, not having to move or grow or really exert an effort at all. We may want to stay put, stay stagnant, and still grab over into the other dimension of where our dream exists, and have it be as simple as that. But you must see that if it were a match, it would already be. Getting in alignment with, or saying yes to life, can mean different things. Sometimes it means taking action, and doing what you need to do to make it happen to override any fears along the way. Sometimes it means releasing the doubts or inhibitions that get in the way of moving forward, not often a comfortable process, but essential. And sometimes it means just getting out of the way altogether. Enacting faith believing in what you don't yet see materializing, and trusting that it will be so, even if it takes a little longer than you like, is harder than you perceived it would be, and even when it stretches you in ways you never would have believed were possible. When we want to become more, have more, do more or welcome into our lives more than what is, there will ultimately be a shift because in order to get from one place to the other there has to be movement. Part of saying yes is expecting this movement and then embracing it as it comes, knowing that it is part of the deal. It's part of what is getting us there to the other side of ourselves to the place where dreams come true. Decide not to live your life in maybe. Say yes and prepare for the expression of the shift by knowing it's you saying yes and keep on saying yes as it comes. Look at every ounce of it as growth and as you stretch into the new paradigm of you yes in life. And don't forget to celebrate your acceptance along the way. Sometimes. As women, we tend to get out of rhythm with that which is sacred. We lose touch with the knowledge that is the wisdom of all of the women before us, and the stars and the moon before them. We tend not to notice when it is time to find our way home until we've gone too far away to find our way back. We mount the busy schedules of our lives rather than ride the whispering spirit of the wind. We forget about the seasons as they try to remind and direct us. 
we forsake our knowing as we get wrapped up in logic, or worse, in doubt. Sometimes, it takes the shock of the full moon to reawaken us to our cycles to the facts of the ebb and the flow of the she of this world and beyond. We think we know. We like to believe anyway, that there's a truth to it all to all we've opened our eyes to. Sometimes, it's as subtle as a gesture from the one we love, calling us back to a quieter mind. Sometimes, it's more than that more than we ever realized was within our grasp. And then, sometimes, we're so wound, so rattled, that we forget that it all had a meaning, a purpose, until the dust settles. Settles enough that the residue of worry about whatever we were busied with has subsided and again we can keep pace with our hearts as they beat an even drum. And the truth of it all, beating inside of us is unchanging is as steady as an inner rhythm. And sometimes, it's just waiting for us to catch up with ourselves. Empowered. Do you know what IT means to be fully in your power? Do you know what IT means to be in your power at all? I think most of us have no idea. Yet power is part of the equation, part of our isness, our essence, our reality when we connect to our truth. Perhaps that's why IT is so painful when we refuse to stand in that light when we continue to play out our dramas and act out our victimhoods. I know a thing or two about power, or more so the lack of it. I was abused as a naive 20-something fresh from a small town and though that's not my base my storyline or the one I choose to operate by on a regular basis, IT affects who I am still, in more ways than I'd like, and IT's threaded through my reality and my sense of who I am to some degree, even at this stage of my game, and more so than I would like it to be. My sense of power was ripped right out from under me at a very young age and though I've grown and healed on many levels and have found my peace with what is and what has been, I see how still my method of operation doesn't match up to the wisdom I've gathered and the spirit I embody, and that discrepancy gets harder and harder to step over as I make my way along my path. I know each of us has stories and sagas that are intertwined with the great web of why we came to be, and I know that there is strength in surpassing the limits that are set in place when stories paint illusions on our hearts and tell us that we are less, that we will never be more, that we are not who we know ourselves to be, and that there's nothing we can do about it. And I certainly appreciate the gift of adversity for what IT teaches us when we dare to find the silver lining and believe that the hole that we found ourselves in, once again, is, in a bigger sense than we know, the greatest thing that ever happened to us. I believe in all of that, I really do. But knowing what you know and feeling what you feel and somehow bridging that into a way of being that eclipses the lesson and the language of the soul is not quite as easy as IT may seem, even when your livelihood is writing about it. So what do you do to step over, rise higher, and become more, in those moments that require you to be bigger and better and brighter than you even knew yourself to be? What do you do to embrace that ball of power within your belly, just waiting for you to grab on and run full throttle towards your dreams? How do you learn to stand up for yourself when your knee-jerk reaction is to run and hide? How do you become what you know you need to be when you were never taught to be that in the first place? Is moving out of the place in life that's become too uncomfortable to remain in comparison to the abused wife that needs to garner her strength before she is ready to leave? Is asking yourself to speak your truth when you've spent a lifetime of zipping your mouth and keeping family secrets the same as expecting a three-year-old to read and write? Is moving slowly in the direction of your intention of inching toward your truth, forward in your power, enough? What does IT take to come into one's power and align with their truth? Is it love? Is it surrender? Is it compassion for self? Ironically these would all seem like the opposite of power or the power many of us have understood to be power growing up. I'm beginning to believe that there's much power to be found in humbleness, and in non-attachment to being right, and in quiet knowing. 
There is incredible power in love, no doubt, and in allowing and in trusting that we are taken care of. And all of that is something to hang on to for sure along the way as we reach for more within ourselves, as we strive to become free from the constraints of the illusions and ways of being that never DID serve us. And maybe there's power even, in admitting that we are human and fallible, and just trying to figure it out as we go. But ISNT they're a bomb for that betrayal of self that begins to burn hot when once more we've denied ourselves the light or the love or the whatever it is that we really want or need, simply, and not so simply at all, because we just can't seem to find our way into our own divine power? Then again, if IT weren't painful, would we grow? Looking for your thoughts on power, as we bumble along on the path, hand in hand, soul in soul, one together, finding our way. What do you know? We all know that the act of surrender is pivotal on the journey. We know how this can align us with the peace and joy that we have searched for throughout our lives and that through surrender we can access flow. But sometimes, like right now, you may feel that going with the flow is counterproductive. As you sense the urgency to bring your gifts forward, you may be feeling that you're missing seemingly critical details about the what, how, when, and where's of quite how to do that. The frustration of not knowing can send you tail spinning in the exact opposite direction of where you know you want to be headed. Most of you have been on this journey long enough to know that trying to figure it out is a recipe for disaster. So what can you do? Step away for a moment, from what you don't know, and focus on what you do. What is it that you know in your heart to be true? Do you know that you are divine? Do you know that the universe is always conspiring to help you achieve whatever it is you can dream up? Do you know what it is to be loved? What do you know? What is your truth? Come from that place. Realign and shift into the highest thought, or go beyond the thought and simply shift into a way of being. You know all of this, in your heart you truly do. It's Life Path 101. You've heard it many, many times along the way so far. But do you know how to operate from your center? If that is something you're still struggling with then seek the tools to get there. This is the way forward and the place from which you will be navigating as you step into the life of your dreams. It is very important, in this time of your unfolding, that you become your own antennae. Do not seek beyond yourself for the answers. It is imperative that you listen to the source from within. When you are unclear about how to move forward or about what it is you came to do, you must think of what it is that you want. Define your life in dreams and then be that. Feel yourself in the shoes of that which you desire to be and do and act as if you already are that as if your dreams have already come true as if you have already become every aspect of the light you wish to shine and there is nothing left to do but be. You must align energetically with the energy of what you want to receive. Shift out of doubt through intention. Change the channel. If what you're receiving in the way of guidance is static, or nothing at all, then readjust your vibration. The life of your dreams will be received when you are in high frequency. Would it be any other way? Doesn't it make sense that your highest aspirations would automatically vibrate at high frequencies? Your highest aspirations are you choosing higher. Align so that you can receive further operating instructions. And remember, you must be what it is you wish to receive. So, on that note, here's one more that I'll throw out at you, especially in the name of the end days that the evangelicals are pronouncing is written in the sign of the times of these days, and that one more thing I want to talk about is being saved. Let's break down the definition of what saved truly means. To be saved is the same as what we were talking before, to be saved is to see it another way. To put down that which you are so attached to, to your story and to your beliefs and to your beloved ours, and to open up to the grace of what remains to be seen. Let go of the great known, 
the past is known, the familiar, the comfortable, the done before, and break out into the great unknown so that you can be beyond where you've been. There are four R's that I'm going to tell you about that keep us stuck in same. And really they are about shame. The four R's are rejection, resentment, regret, and resistance. And the base element that holds them all together is called restriction, so let's say that the fifth R is the one that encircles all of the rest and keeps them in the game. Why do we restrict ourselves so? Because we get caught in judgment which is the kingdom of living in the past. If we are not analyzing or judging that which has been, we are summing up that which will be or is. But in judgment, we are only categorizing based on what we've experienced, so always, in all ways, judgment keeps you locked into the previous, the days gone by, the what was, and the what's been. How restricting is that in and of itself? Always in light. Honoring you with love and blessings. At www.askmissyk.live